0: back it's episode uh, 15 15 of the ketogenic bodybuilding podcast I'm your host Rob along with me today is of course Jason Marlowe what's up and we got Ryan Gant back ladies and gentlemen how we doing and who the hell is that <laughs> Somebody loud. I'm
1: oh, gonna shut the door
0: yeah shut that door we can't be letting all these people into our broadcast I might kill somebody. Where the fuck is he going?
2: I don't know.
0: Ryan just left, so
2: he's like, I'm done. <laughs> he shut the door, but he shut it behind himself instead. Of... <laughs> so it's
0: episode fifteen and today is going to be q and A Q and A. Yep. Probably not probably, but because we're just not very prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so thank God. Wait wait maybe...
2: wait a minute. When when are we prepared? True.
0: True. Uh, It's Hey, we're in the middle of contest prep. Hell, we're in the back end of contest prep. Six weeks, big dog. Six weeks tomorrow, and it's getting good, ladies and gentlemen. You can tell by the tone of his voice there. Tired and hungry, Um, but today I got the best report so far from Melvin, my... Brother from another mother who's been doing this shit with me for <clears throat> almost 30 years. And uh, I came into the day feeling, well, you know how it is. <laughs> feeling <Really> more <laughs> exhausted than normal. I look like shit. I feel like shit. I'm flat. It's I'm just small. <laughs> I have no definition. Slide. I look like the fucking Pillsbury doughboy, blah, blah, blah. And
1: he's got that all in his mind. Later turns in. out, yeah. though,
0: you know, I. I it's not bad Um, I'm pretty well pleased and Melvin was more pleased than he's been and basically it's that point where tomorrow being six weeks out it's it's all about conditioning 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 I've said this a million times and you know I'm in a deep ass deficit and now we're getting ready to take it to another level to where at this point it's all just about shedding any remaining body fat that I can possibly shed you're not going to build muscle in this deep of a deficit let me repeat myself dear listeners you are not going to build any muscle in a deep caloric deficit and i'm talking about there will be days well i will be eating the equivalent of a teenage girl of uh, <laughs> 15 1700 calories now there are going to people be people out there saying that's too low <laughs> too low the site fuck you okay
1: no when you're Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting and
0: I'm getting mean. I can't do that. Keep, keep dialing me back if I start getting angry. Okay. Well,
2: how would we know?
1: <laughs> you just like this all the
2: time. Yes, this is your normal attitude these <laughs> actually, days. Actually,
0: I'm not. I'm actually in a pretty decent mood most of the time. Yeah. Uh, I just I have a quick trigger right now. To, to stupidity <laughs> and people that don't wash out their dishes well, some of
2: these questions are really going to piss you off oh,
0: <laughs> but no seriously though no it's it's and until you've waded through the the murky waters of contest prep you'll understand that there's no amount of literature or scientific research that's going to prepare you for what you have to do and it doesn't always necessarily make sense There'll be people to some say, well, if your BMR is a certain caloric intake, as long as you're, you know, three to 500 below that, then you will continue to rapidly lose. No, it's not the way it works.
1: Mm, just got to suck uh, it up and do it. Yeah, it's
0: a manip- manipulation of certain nutrients, the exclusion of nutrients. You have to jack your protein. And there will be times where it just will make no sense at all to you that how a 219 pound man, um, even at, you know, 2,000 calories can stall. Because mm-hmm. I, I was sitting at what 222 223 for weeks, and mm-hmm. it didn't matter what I did So I dropped a couple hundred more calories dropped my carbs a little bit and Raised my protein a tad more and then you know boom 219 to 8 I think I was 218 this morning.
1: Where's your uh, cardio at right now?
0: Um, I start now. Yeah um, we we sat down and we we made all these decisions today. It's like okay, based on how you look, based on you know where we need to take you for the first show in six weeks, we're just going to keep plotting ahead and where we land for the June nineteenth show is where we land.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Melvin's confident that you know I'll do well. I don't have to worry about not qualifying or any of that shit. And then we just keep pushing even harder into nationals and the plan for nationals is i don't give a shit what i weigh you know it's like i could be 208 i could be 205
1: mm-hmm. as
0: long as i am shredded and peeled to the fucking bone
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's the goal mm-hmm. you can't be concerned about being the biggest guy there's well you no, know there's always a bigger fish yeah I so mean,
1: it, it is national so i mean you are yeah. with the big fish uh, and so.
0: and uh, in the judge's eyes you know 10 guys walk out on stage one could be 222 i could be 208 and if i'm three fucking percent and he's eight percent he's still going to look amazing Mm -hmm. but if i've got the right symmetry at three percent body fat and the right proportion you know odds are i will look the more impressive under the lights and you know carved up and so on So at this point, you know, you you take the two dice, you're in Vegas, you roll them down the fucking table, and we're going with, we're placing our bets on shredded, no matter where that takes me.
1: I think that too, man, because I've always said if you can bring out your gut just a little bit more, your abs, I'm telling you. My abs right
0: now are better than they were when I stepped on
1: stage in 19. I think so.
0: Because I have actually been working them a little harder. Uh, I've been working them at home. It's amazing, you know, what you can do when you're bored in the garage, you're sitting in the sun and you look down and you're one big freaking vein because of the heat, and you're like, okay, I'll crank out a hundred crunches. That's Mm -hmm. what I've been doing. And it's starting to pay off a little bit. So
1: looks good, legs good, chest good, shoulders good, everything's good. So that's the
0: plan. So nutritionally, um I have been doing and I mentioned it in the was it the refeed podcast I mentioned doing two days? Yes. Yes. I've been doing two days, and that's worked well up to this point, but now we're cutting that in half. Mm. So I'm going to go to a one-day refeed, and we're even dialing that down. So it's going to be a serving of cream of rice, a.m., it'll be like just a serving of some kind of a dry carb, lunchtime, and then probably like a a white potato or sweet potato for dinner, all with very Mm. lean meats, Not really cranking the calories too much, and um, that's the plan one day, and then it's right back on. Because at this point, if it's all about leanness and conditioning, it's just about keeping the protein super high to maintain as much you know lean tissue as possible, to spare as much muscle as possible, mm-hmm. and
1: to keep just so basically stripping away at whatever fucking fat is left. So basically, you're in an extended 10-week cut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just don't yeah. mean to kind of... Yeah,
0: so... <laughs> I'm going to stay the course now at high protein. My proteins usually coming in about 280 to 300 grams a day. I have been taking in roughly 70 grams of carbs a day, dry carbs, bland, boring carbs. I'm going to be dropping that down to 30. Just enough fat, like an, you know, an egg yolk or two a day, a spoonful of olive oil, uh, things like that. Uh, for you know, just to have a little bit of fat for joints and all that shit, hormonal health. But that's it, and it's it's time to suffer. This here's the disclaimer: from this day forward to competition, from from today to stage, is not about yeah. health. <laughs> it's no. you know health and wellness. You know, <laughs> this is about winning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I like all physique competitors. I am not unique all physique competitors that want to take it to that level it's about you suffer for this period of time to try to be the most ridiculous specimen freak you can be on stage and that is nothing anyone sustains no throughout the year so don't be naive and think I'm gonna look like people that that do what we do look like that year-round we look Mm -hmm. like that for about a week about (laughs) right yeah and so I will look a certain way six weeks from now, and then I will try to take that another 2%, 3% deeper 30 days after that. I'm gonna go super saiyan. I'm gonna go fucking insane, and, but I'm going to, to, you know, hopefully when I manipulate the water, manipulate the sodium, carb up, carb up. Basically what Mel, me and Melvin were talking about was we're going to deplete you so hard strip away any fat that's left, take you into that ridiculous state, you'll be flat, you'll be drawn out, you'll have death skull face. Mm -hmm. But then when we carb your ass up before nationals, it should transcend into something super freaky. Because a lot of it has to do with muscle maturity, and you know. So we're gonna take advantage of the fact that I've been building these muscles for 30 years, and we're going to try to Strip away more fat than I've ever stripped away in my life and then blow the shit back up, you know, for, for the competitions. So I want to be, t- t- there's no, just throwing numbers out there. If I could be 95% of my absolute best I could possibly be in six weeks and then 30 days later be at 100.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's the goal. So all my clients out there, it's not going to change anything, but just if I'm a little slower to comprehend, it's because over the next six weeks, we're going to take it to an insane level, but hopefully we'll we'll bring home some hardware and, you know,
1: make everybody proud. So. It'll happen. So that's where we're at. Hard.
0: That's where we're at. So anybody want to chime in on any of that shit and give opinions or context? Or did I forget?
1: No, I don't think Did so I not either.
0: express it to make people understand what we go through? Because I really want people to understand. Yeah. It sucks. It, it, really, you know. it really sucks. <laughs> I mean, you
1: can't understand what it feels like until you just do right. it. Right.
0: That's what I want. I want to make these people, I mean, what, you know, obviously mm-hmm. I'm not thinking clearly. What, what are we missing here? I mean, it's 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 not about health. It's not about wellness. It's not, a, you know. Well,
2: it's essentially about pushing your body to the absolute most potential you'll possibly extreme get extreme
0: physique yeah extreme physique should we mention we're drinking tequila currently
2: <laughs> <laughs> sipping tequila we're
0: sipping tequila yeah. um and this That's... will be the last sips of alcohol i will have for the next couple months couple months yeah, yeah it is. and it's only tequila because jason got this really good sipping tequila and of all the liquors out there tequila has the lowest calories per serving i believe that i've
2: seen 64 calories
0: 64 some calories per serving as opposed to like bourbons like what 70 something Mm. and vodkas
2: and it's actually really tasty too it's
0: really smooth stuff so so we're no we're not getting hammered but we're just having a couple sips because it's basically my final little baptism to (laughs) by fire before we basically starting tomorrow go go nuts yeah i am having a kind of a i'm saving my refeed for sunday this weekend because mother's day so i'm going to cracker barrel taking the girls out to breakfast on sunday morning they like that shit and then well i like it too (laughs) uh but i will have probably four servings of egg whites because when you order egg whites at a restaurant they bring you what's the size of a fucking quarter right so I have like four servings of egg whites and I'm going to get the French toast, but I will not be putting butter on it and I will be bringing a tiny little jar of sugar-free syrup from home to put on it. So sounds good. That'll be it. Then I'll have probably some cream of rice for lunch with my chicken and then maybe a small potato for dinner. And then Monday morning, it's time to suffer. So yay. Good time. <laughs> Two days to Monday. Good stuff. <laughs> Everybody out there is like, why do I listen to this? This sounds fucking terrible.
1: <laughs> it sounds awful. You don't want to do <laughs> it. I mean, well, people just need to know what it takes to get yeah. to a certain level.
0: And it's worth it because you'll do something that not very many people out there ever, ever do. You know, me and Ryan have both done it, and you don't stumble onto that many people who have stood up there and done what we've done and you and let's let's talk about something else real quick i don't care how long this takes there <clears throat> there are all kinds of different bodybuilding federations and shows you know out there contests right. competitions and ryan of i ryan and i have done only npc national physique committee Is that it? yeah
1: right Commission committee, I can't remember.
0: Which is basically, essentially, the minor leagues of pro bodybuilding. You have the NPC, and then if you take the, if you win a qualifier in the NPC, then that qualifies you to go to nationals in the NPC, and then if you win your class at nationals in the NPC,
1: first or second, first or second in your class, yeah. Then uh, I believe
0: that's right, and you get a pro card, and then you graduate from NPC to IFBB and then you are at that point a pro and then can actually compete for money. Mm. Just like being a college football player in the NCAA and then being drafted because you're one of the better ones and going to the NFL and then you're a pro. And mm-hmm. then you start making money.
1: And then the Not Olympia's- that college
0: football players aren't making
1: money. <laughs> no, <but that's-> never. <laughs> yeah. Then the Olympia is the Super Bowl and then that the, football. Yeah, analysis. yeah,
0: and in bodybuilding, the Olympia is the Super Bowl. And you know, so just because Uh, somebody did the you know local podunk federation whatever show in you know podunk des moines doesn't mean they're at the same level you know as as the npc i think if you would do a show like that that's great i don't care what federation you compete in i don't care what class or what town or, or whatever it is but my point is is you know always do your best Mm-hmm. Go 100%. You know, do the sport justice. You know, do your family justice. Do yourself justice. Your peers, the people that are competing against you. You know, but uh, it, it's to be part of something that very few people have ever done. You have to do it at the highest level. Anybody can pay an entry fee. hmm And walk on stage.
1: Yeah, every time that I've competed in one, it's just been, it's 100% or nothing.
0: 100% or nothing. Because you've been, I mean, I've probably been to 100 shows over 27 years. And there's always those couple of guys up there, those couple of girls up there, you're thinking, what what were they thinking? Mm -hmm. You feel bad for them. You know, did somebody not tell them? Was somebody not honest with them? Or are they just lazy? Or what's going on? I mean... My point is is yes, anybody can pay an entry fee and walk onto that stage, but not everybody pays an entry fee and walks on stage ready, ready and gave it everything they fucking had. Every ounce, every drop. Like they, they squeezed out every drop of liquid from a damp sponge until it was dry. They wrung it out so hard. That's what you have to do. And if you do that and if you're sitting there the day before your competition with your feet on the table, relaxed, confident, then you know you did everything. If you're freaking the fuck out, you know you didn't. Mm -hmm. And you know, shame on you. Um, I'm going to be doing a peak week special next week, talking about what I plan to do during the, the, the week of the show. And the overriding theme of that's going to be, it's very little if you are in shape. Mm-hmm. If you did you everything over the course of the year and during that 24 weeks and then the 12-week hard cut and gave it everything you had, peak week should be little to nothing.
1: Honestly, there wasn't a whole lot of lifting that went on during peak week. Maybe a set of 20 curls, set of 20 press downs, but that's literally it because... Yeah, we I mean, just pump up, pump, already pump done. up, keep That's blood it. in
0: the muscle, the work's done, you still keep dieting hard, you've dieted hard for months, and if you think some water trick is going to save you, mm-hmm. you're wrong. If you think some, you know, fancy posing routine is going to save you, you're wrong. If you think manipulating fucking salt is going to save you, you're wrong none of these all of these things represent a tiny percentage of what your physique's
1: gonna be and some of those things can work it's just you still have to do the things to get to yeah you still have to do the things to get to a certain point
0: you've got a thousand piece puzzle you know water and sodium are like five pieces of that thousand piece puzzle you know the other you know, 900 yeah, pieces really are 90. training and diet, training and diet, training and diet, training and diet, training and diet. Suffer, 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 suffer. Take yourself to a place that everyone around you in your universe would never be willing to do. Yeah. You're unique, you're the freak in the room. How many times have we discussed that? Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's where you have to be. So, yep. am I ranting, am I? <laughs> I think we were both, <laughs> I think we both were. <laughs> that's just where my head's been. That, that's just where my head's been this morning. Um, it's hard fucking work and i'm i've I've got clients competing and you know the ones that are giving it everything the ones that are asking these questions where you wonder do they even know where they're at right now and i love those because i know they're doing it right Mm -hmm. and you got to talk them off the ledge and you can tell their 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 thought pattern shifts to here and then it goes to there like a freaking you know, ferret on crystal meth, you know, they're just all over the place and you know, okay, they're suffering, they're dieting, their brain's gone. They've given it everything they have. And I, my thing to these people are just relax. Yeah, I'm not giving them any voodoo. I'm just saying, relax, chill, put your feet up. You don't want to release any cortisol. If you get stressed, you'll bring fluid to your skin just know that you've done everything you could possibly do, and enjoy this. You've earned it. You're there.
1: Yeah, the client's going to be the last person that's ever going to see it, too.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Everybody <laughs> else. Right. Is, everybody else is going to notice
2: it before they do. So. All right. So yeah. trust your coach. So we <laughs> yeah. didn't really prepare for questions. You just want to tee them up off the right. Yeah. Scroll through. Let's,
0: let's let's answer some questions and. Uh,
2: well, actually, hopefully, you, you've just answered this first one. Then your entire rant to start with is the hard cut going to kill me? No, but it sucks. We know that one, so let's move on. <laughs> it might kill you if you get near death. You if, if you don't it, listen, you really need a coach.
0: You need a coach. You can't but, don't go into it blind. Exactly. There have been. I'm. I'm not going to. I'm. I'm talking about total transparency, honesty here. There have been moments recently where I'll have dizzy spells. You know, you not thinking real clear, you know, one minute you feel like total dog shit and you can't explain why and then 30 minutes later, you're almost euphoric and then it shifts again. Then everything's hunky-dory and you have energy, then everything fucking sucks and you feel like you're at death's door. I mean, how many times have you guys walked in this office and I look like I'm dying on the couch oh, over yeah. there
2: mm-hmm. and
0: 20 minutes later, we're cranking out a pretty decent workout. Mm-hmm. I mean, t- today was one of those days. Yeah. Absolutely. Today, once we get yeah. into the rhythm of our arm workout, was I was a workout. I was hitting it hard right. and mm-hmm. felt good. It was like, okay, I feel good all of a sudden. Now that could completely shift thirty minutes from now when mm-hmm. we get off the endorphin high of talking on this <laughs> through these microphones. But you know, I don't know where I was going with that. But uh,
2: do you count fish oils toward macros? No, no, mm-hmm. yeah, I do think so. so um, don't be crazy. <laughs> 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 How much of a surplus? <laughs> it depends on who you are uh second oh here's a here's a personal a second uh, second favorite to rice checks that's a <laughs> second
0: you got to go rice krispies i rice- guess <laughs> <laughs> you know what i think uh not that it really matters i guess but i think it's a gram on rice krispies serving and check serving i think oh. rice krispies is a gram gram or two more carbs and a gram more sugar per serving than Rice Chex.
2: I would think Rice Krispies would definitely have a lot more sugar. Or that's, a, that's kind of where no, my mind went, it's but pretty it's not. It's, it's plain. Rice it okay? Krispies it's is plain. Don't you remember when but you were okay, six okay, years so old you, you were pouring
0: r- a cup of sugar on top of your Rice Krispies? Oh, I never did. Shit, okay, so that's right. where
1: it comes from. So that when people start to make Rice Krispies treats, that's when they put the sugar in. The, the sugar in the marshmallows. <laughs> okay. It's fucking marshmallows. Marshmallows are big blown up piece of sugar. No, no, no.
0: Eat a handful of Rice Krispies by themselves. It's very bland. It's very boring. It's kind of like, you know, Rice Chex is boring, Corn Flakes. Remember when you were, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, you know. I remember it, dumping I sugar up, on I, my Well, I, I grew up poor. So on those weeks that my parents couldn't afford Frosted Flakes and freaking Cocoa Pebbles, and they'd get, you know, store brand Rice
2: Krispies, mm-hmm.
0: and you'd go to the sugar jar and just like dump you yeah. know, spoonful after spoonful on it, and would collect at the bottom of the bowl, <laughs> sugar milk, <laughs> and then drink the sugar milk after that. No Speaking wonder, of getting from, highs, wonder <laughs> everybody from the 80s isn't total fucking diabetic. I have no idea.
2: Uh, cardio question: uh, Right amounts of cardio during a cut? That's I that's well, I
0: started car, I start cardio. I'm starting cardio at six weeks. I haven't done weeks. any cardio yet, you and done any? I felt like I haven't needed any, but I need it now for conditioning. Yeah. And I really do think it contributes to working off, help work off some of that last little bit of fat that's just, you know, doesn't want to budge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of depends who you are too. Depends on who you are. I'm gonna start, I'm I'm doing no more than 30 minutes about uh, three to four days a week starting
1: Monday. Would you agree that somebody like preparing for their first show might need to do a little bit more, start a little bit earlier compared to somebody somebody that's yeah, but, yeah. Best, that has competed sure. in a couple shows.
0: It depends on where your body fat is, you mm-hmm. know how how. You know, some people need the added uh, caloric burning because they just aren't willing to take themselves into that kind of a deficit and suffer. So it just depends on what your level of willingness is. That's what I try to tell some of my clients too. I mean, if if I tell Sally Jane, listen, pumpkin, we got to take you down to, you know, know, a thousand calories and mostly protein and just a scant amount of carbs and just a little bit of fat and she's not willing to do that, and I can see it, and right. I keep seeing 100 more calories than I wanted, or 200 more calories than I wanted, or 20 more grams of carbs than I wanted, or 30 more grams of fat than I wanted, then I can see that she's not willing to take her deficit to a place of suffering, so I've gotta
1: you know, right. make gotta up do for that, cardio. You do, do, do some
0: cardio. I mm-hmm. mean, listen, I've talked to prep coaches, I've listened to prep coaches, I remember Dave Palumbo talking about how he's had to take some of his high level fucking bodybuilders to 2 hours of cardio you know mm. in the last few
2: weeks just to get them
0: that means they weren't willing to suffer with the diet so now we're in freaking you know damage Overdrive. control mode yeah. and yeah. we got it to get it off so don't ever get to that point i'm starting cardio just to to tweak off that last little bit of fat and help with vascularity, with conditioning, so I don't look like I'm about to die breathing on stage too hard. So it's for me, it's about added conditioning.
2: That's, that's one thing I will bring up, like the difference. Like For you, diet is a science experiment. It's a science project. I wanna see what this is gonna do to my body. And it always has been since I've known you. From the
0: day I started, yeah. 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 I mean, like yeah.
2: So for me, like food is a reward or whatever. I mean, it's, just, it's programmed, in, that's my, my genetics are that way. Like I, If I've had a good day, I'm gonna have a little something, or if I've had a bad day, now it's alcohol, obviously, but <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but I'm just saying like that. That's my mentality. For you, it's like food is this an experiment. You're a, it a, is,
0: a, but but we all have that. Uh, I'll give you the perfect example. Uh, for you listening today is Friday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, I had one of my worst days. I don't know why. I felt like total shit, um, just awful, and. Um, my wife actually had a hair appointment late, which left me at the house alone. Never a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because when you're at the house alone, you get into that Don't mental, know. that mentality of, if, if I eat oh, five, if jar I of peanut have, butter yeah, if I eat five <laughs> tablespoons of Nutella, nobody will see it. So it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. And that. then you start to do the math in your head. <laughs> I didn't do that. But, but here's my point. It was seven ten PM. Now, I do go to bed early because I get up early, mm-hmm. but it was 7.10 and I literally texted her. She wasn't home yet because she was going to run some errands after her hair thing. And I said, I'm going to bed. She was like, it's 7.10, which is not terribly unusual for me, but I said, if I don't go to bed, I might eat something because mm-hmm. <laughs> I found myself wandering around the kitchen looking what can I nibble on and get away with? And I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. This is bullshit. This is weakness. I'm going to bed because if I'm sleeping, I can't eat. Right. And then how many times you wake up at 1 a.m. to take a piss and you're thinking, <laughs> oh, I could tiptoe downstairs. <laughs> my, my my daughter, God bless her, the adorable little thing, baked like two dozen fresh chocolate chip cookies last night. Oh, good, good co- God. i digging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you little. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm staring at a tray of chocolate chip cookies that are still warm. This is like at 8 o'clock at night. I'm like, I'm going to bed if i don't i'm going to tear off a piece or a corner so don't think it's just you guys and i'm some robot that just you know pushes three buttons and programs myself to be super disciplined it's hard for everybody it's yep. brutally hard that's why this is fucking hard because <laughs> it's
2: hard if it was super
1: easy everybody would do <laughs> if it was it was right. super
0: easy everybody would do it and mm-hmm. it's good
1: that you have that support though with your wife I, I do
0: have a lot of support and even she gets burnt out on it there are some days where she's just like I'm done with this go away I can't deal with your shit anymore and I go so I go down to the garage or whatever I thought she was about to pop up on my phone right there. I was like, "This is be oh. kind of weird." <laughs> but yeah, um, so so yeah, don't don't wander the around the kitchen looking for food. Go to bed. Go for a walk. Drink water. Whatever.
2: Here's one that I don't know if we want to answer, but it's basically: uh, What do you? Um, is it possible to refeed on fruits?
0: You, it, there, there is a point where some say, uh, obviously, if when you eat fruit, you're going to restore liver glycogen first, mm-hmm. not muscle glycogen. I don't see that as being a huge necessity. Yeah. Some people do. For me, as a physique competitor, when I do a refeed, it is to just re- you know replenish muscle glycogen. Uh, but if you do a small amount of fruit to replenish that liver glycogen first, that's fine. Just don't make your refeed all fruit. You know, have a handful of berries and then switch over to those dry carbs or those
2: potato carbs or rice
0: carbs or things like that. That
2: comes off to me like a cheat meal. I mean honestly <clears> kind of that's kind of in my same.: mentality. I've never
0: refed with fruit. Uh mm-hmm. and I haven't had any you know ill effects from If not anything doing I that.
1: had a banana one time last year. It was about four weeks. It was just one banana. It was on a Sunday, but that, that was I, fine.
0: I've probably had two handfuls of like fresh berries in the last three months.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm reading comments here. Here's here's one for Ryan. Oh, is <laughs> this a calf comment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says in one of your earlier podcasts you mentioned you had a training partner with small calves, remembering that you guys did a hundred or two hundred calf raises before every workout. Yep. Um, yes, that's a good idea. And do I do that?
1: No. <laughs> I, tried I also too. I, tried to get it I also
0: ate eight to ten. Th- Eight to ten thousand calories every day for almost a year. <laughs> My, uh, I wouldn't recommend that. No, I. I'm telling you, and it was Melvin, and he was, um, you know, he he was a, a genetic little freak asshole, and <laughs> but he had no calves, yeah. and he it, not that it really held him back, but he hated it. So, it just happened at the point when I started training with him back in 1993. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, okay, we're going to start each workout with 200 calf raises I was like okay and because I didn't know any better so that's just what I did and my calves blew up and turned into cows yeah his really
2: didn't so a lot of it's genetic that's so genetic it's very genetic because I got massive calves
0: you can get them to grow you can but it's not like they're going to go from you know 15 inches to 30 inches. But, yeah. Right. You know. So
1: thanks for that, Lucas. That's, <laughs>
2: that's who reached out. That's the guy that we've been talking um, back and forth. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. So here's one for um, daily carbs. You and I differ on this one. If you do carbs before or after a workout, you say before, I say after, but.
0: Well, if, if it, you're replenishing glycogen to fuel the intense activity and those carbohydrates also become protein sparing. So if you're going through a brutally hard intense 45 minute hour, hour and 15 minute workout, yes, you can stand the risk of converting protein into glycogen via gluconeogenesis because the body is responding to the energy needs. So it may convert that you want that protein to go to work to help replenish and build tissue. So by taking in some carbohydrate prior to the workout, you're going to replenish muscle glycogen, it will carry over to some degree, it'll fuel your intense activity, and it also becomes protein sparing, so protein can be allowed to go to work to do what it needs to do. Um, I don't notice a giant difference in bringing in uh, carbohydrate post-workout, that's why a lot of Mm -hmm. even top coaches, John Meadows is one that believes in pre-intra carbohydrates, not post. Mm -hmm. Because he said it carries over enough, and then obviously I'm going to refeed those muscles again tomorrow, my next workout, and then I'm going to have my structured refeed on the weekend. So, I think a pre intra carbohydrate is the better approach uh, than necessarily post workout. Now, if you do pre and post and it doesn't affect you, and you're walking around with the body you want and everything's fantastic, go for it. I don't, I don't care. It's just. I don't see where it's near, in terms of importance, I think pre-workout carbs is important. I don't think post-workout carbs is important. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Let's see, next one, Um, transitioning from a hard cut back to a gain phase. Should you ever just ease yourself into game by doing maintenance calories for a couple of weeks before you jump back into you know, seven
0: a game. pizzas, a box of donuts, <laughs> um, Pop case Tarts, of beer, case of beer? Don't do what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, ease in for sure. Yeah, um What bad. I do, I was, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Um, after nationals, Ju- July twenty second is the date that I go on. Uh, on the 23rd, I will literally there's I, I will go to my calendar and I will like highlight the next seven days in red. Mm-hmm. I'll eat whatever the hell I want. Yep. Probably won't work out. I'll recover, replenish, have some fun, enjoy life, maybe take a day and go to the beach and just do what, if I want to have Krispy Kreme donuts, I'll have it. If I want to have a burger and fries, I'll have it. If I want to eat a double-decker three-cheese pizza, I will have it. But then I will cut off after seven days, bring it back down, excuse me, to maintenance levels of healthy, typical nutrition, and then titrate up to a gain phase when I'm mentally prepared to embark on the rigors of training to try to add mass, does that work
2: yep yeah yep uh, here's one that's interesting um, low libido issues during a cut.
0: Absolutely normal. Yeah, it's it happens to everybody. Okay, you, 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 you just
2: don't have a lot of energy, dude. It's just, it's just going to happen. <laughs> and
0: hormonally, you're not getting a lot of healthy well, fats. I mean, okay. and, I mean you yeah.
2: just discussed about, but kind of being in and out of like you know, you know, thinking ability. Your whole your whole body does that, right?
0: In terms of raising testosterone, raising libido, raising a sex drive, protein and fat are going to be the nutrients that do that the most. Yep. Not carbs. Carbs is just an energy source. So what do you do in a hard cut? Where well, you drop your fat very low, you drop your carbs low, you raise your protein. Protein's going to work to try to sustain uh, and maintain muscle. I mean, yeah, it's going to drop. So have a conversation with your significant other. Don't you know? Don't keep it from them. You know, have a conversation about it. So they don't. So they don't think it's them,
2: because it's not and you know just do the best you can that's a good question i mean that's something you don't really think about That's yeah that's absolutely true but eyes.
0: again this is a, an extreme sport for extreme people doing extreme things and there's going to be a period of time where you know it just the sex might not be that spectacular for a little while but it, it, <laughs> this too shall pass uh,
1: but after. But wait till you
0: have all that shit food and fat the week after. <laughs> oh, hello. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: this is one that pops up a lot. Uh, refeeding with something besides carb. People who don't well do it well on carb refeeds like fats. Refeeding with fats instead of carbs.
0: Yeah, you can do a fat refeed, but basically it's a caloric refeed. Right. It's not necessarily... Yeah, you're going to get some benefit from raising those fats, the hormonal stuff that goes with that, but it's it's basically just raising those calories back up. So if you're not doing a carb refeed, I I think any refeed should bring your calories up some, because I think your body needs that. But I think if you're doing a fat refeed, it's definitely about raising calories, which you're going to do anyway, because fat has nine calories per gram, so it doesn't take a whole lot to bring that caloric intake back
2: up. My question would be, what kind of carb are you doing there on the refeed? I mean, you know, you're throwing a ton of pasta in there. That's probably a problem.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the foods you choose are important as well. You know, somebody, like we talked about it in the refeed podcast last time, I feel like absolute (laughs) shit if I eat pasta
2: here's one for me from Laura. Do you actually sit at your desk designing the most diabolical, difficult leg days with an evil look? Yes, he does. He does that 100%. <laughs> I can agree with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of them come out of what we do. And, yeah, what We and, do. Uh, you know, and then how can I make this even shittier?
2: Yeah, it's all about like the value kids. It's all about value. I see your leg extension. and Raise you one leg curl. <laughs> <laughs> we do some stupid stuff, don't we? Uh, <laughs> we do. Um, but that's how the best workouts are created. That's right, yeah. A deload week, mm-hmm. is that necessary, any advantages? How often should you do it? I do, my deloads
0: are after competition and around holidays. So in other words, I don't schedule them in during the periodization. I don't see like I'm gonna do this for this many weeks and I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna throw in a deload. I do it around holidays and competition, so obviously, you know, uh, I won't stop training after the Charlotte show because mm-hmm. I've got nationals coming up. But the week after nationals, you won't see me lift a freaking thing. Or if I do, it'll be very light, you know, just to get some blood in the muscle and, you know, not forget how to do this shit. And then I usually take a few days off and or really, t- you know, taper it down around Christmas, around holidays, a week of the fourth when I'm on vacation so I think it's smarter just to schedule those deed load weeks around those times where you're celebrating things with family or taking some time off or on vacation, because if you do it like that, then you're not. You know, I'll have these clients that are like, "Okay, I'm going on my my yearly family vacation. Uh, I'm going to pack as many dumbbells as I can. I'm going to bring my TRX. I'm going to be looking for a membership. You know, a gym that I can get a short-term membership. I'm like, or how about you just take the week off? And have t- fun with your yeah. family, yeah. and
1: have a discussion with your family too of like yeah. when you need to take your vacations, what you're going to be doing for right. the entire year, and just kind of form your periodiz- periodization, um, your structured workout plan around that, and that's going to help you out a yeah. lot too. I mean, because then you can go I- in exactly. The and here's a good example: whatever.
0: week after next, we're going camping, right? Uh, Thursday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm planning for that. You know, we're, we're gonna have to go really, really hard in here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And because I'm in a prep and I don't wanna go to, to zero, I, I will take my TRX straps and just do a little something out there. Now, if I go camping two weeks after nationals, mm-hmm. I ain't taking shit. <laughs> I'm laying in a damn lake on a, on, a, on a freaking raft, soaking up sun and eating whatever the hell I want, doing whatever the hell I want, which is mostly nothing for that entire week.
2: Let's talk about BM. How's your constipation? <laughs> 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 that's a very important question. <laughs> when your water intakes
1: through the roof, that's really not an issue. This and person, I, I has,
0: tell you something else that people don't think about. If you're taking in a lot of protein via meat, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of fibrous matter in there that goes to waste. If you take in very fibrous foods. You absorb the nutrients to some degree from those foods and your body passes out what isn't used. Your body will utilize almost all of the meat that you put in it. Mm-hmm. It puts it all to work. So there's not a lot of waste left over. Right. So people will think, oh, I'm, I'm on a carnivore diet and I'm not shitting. That's because there's nothing to shit. Right. <laughs> You'll have freaking little deer pellets and that's about it.
2: So I guess. Uh, I guess basically, if you're if you're having that trouble, then that would be a fibro supplement. That if you're you eating a freaking immune.
0: mixing bowl full of salad and a whole bunch of greens and, and you know, like you'll shit, right? sure. you know, tree bark and you know, sticks and twigs, you're gonna shit the most of that out.
2: I couldn't resist that one. Sorry. Uh, here's an, here's another one. Uh, do you, the importance of vitamin C supplementation uh, during a cut for boost, boosting immune system in a caloric de- deficit. Oh while wow. yes no. I, I
0: take two animal packs a day. Every it's got eight hundred million right. percent of recommended <laughs> yeah. everything in it. I mean, you ever look at the labels of an animal it's it's pack? It's insane. There's it's more like a thousand, thousand percent, percent of this. I think they make those numbers up. It's yeah. like uh, vitamin B12. Yes, you yeah. get eight hundred thousand percent more than the recommended. daily <laughs> But at the
1: same time, you swallow fifty pills at a time yeah. anyway. Yeah.
0: So so yeah, I, I don't worry about any uh, micronutrient deficiencies (laughs) with the animal packs. And I take a gram of omega-3. I take 10,000 IUs of vitamin D. I take, you know, 800 milligrams of magnesium. There's no deficiencies uh, that I I can foresee.
2: Here's one we talked about yesterday, which was um, basically recovery. Um, Do you recommend, like, a sauna or, you know, cold ice baths? Um, Do you do any of those?
0: If I had a sauna, I would be Be in it. But I don't. So I just lay in the really backyard and do a poor man's sauna. Yeah. And if I had an ice bath, I would probably chill drinks in it because I hate cold water. <laughs> yeah, <there's
2: this> terrible <laughs> it's terrible. It's
0: fucking terrible. Uh, I don't care how good it is for me that I hate cold water. I hate cold things. I, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a sun worshiper. I'm solar powered. So, yeah. I, I guess. So what
1: I, if you got into an ice bath and then you went straight into laying into the sun? Well,
0: I could probably manage that. It, you know what that would be like? This morning's motorcycle right into the gym. It was <laughs> forty-four fucking degrees, and I'm on a like a like a classic styled naked motorcycle with no fairing, no wind protection, and I'm flying down the interstate at four a.m. in forty-five degree weather. I was.
1: I was imagining you this morning. Like- I had
0: hypothermia. I, I, I wondered if, you know what's what's the shit that you, you get frostbite. I wondered yeah. if my fingers were frost I was having to put my hands on the motor at stoplights <laughs> to warm back up just so I could do the operate the clutch and the brake. So that sucked. but why do I do that? Because when I'm riding home today, at two o'clock and it's seventy five degrees and sunny and gorgeous, it's worth every minute of it. So, right. so that's that's my ice bath is motorcycle rides at four AM. I literally <laughs> I
1: literally thought about that this morning when I got Whew, up it, it was like oh Rob rode his motorcycle in this morning.
0: Yeah, I suffer through that just because I love to ride and it's that the ride home is just so awesome. So I deal with that shit.
2: That's most everything that's not like uh specific to the person. There's a lot of questions on here that I skip because they're, you know, do you do this or would you recommend that for me? Um, I'm not going to waste time with that stuff, but generic questions we kind of. If through. you
0: ask a question, should I do this for me? I'm like, yeah. I have no idea who you are.
2: <laughs> well, I'm saying like you know, like so. a lot of you know, do you do you have like um you know yeah. do you do one-on-one training? Obviously, you do. RobGoodwin.com. Thank you. And um you know basically those kind of questions, if we didn't really get around to your question, it's probably something you need to email him specifically about yourself. Yeah, both
0: Ryan and I both do online coaching. Yeah. Um. You can get to the same website by either myname.com, robgoodwin.com, or kgbodybuilding.com. They will get you there, and uh, we've got uh, the gold package. Let me explain this because I've had, I've had people ask. Even though it, ex- it pretty much explains it on there, I have a go- we have a gold package personal training, a silver package personal training, and a nutrition only. The gold package is everything, generally five-day split, Five workouts a week, cardio, all nutrition. And if you're looking to do a competition or some very specific goal in mind, the gold package gets you all the way through that. Silver package is just three workouts a week, plus cardio, plus basic nutrition, meaning I can't take you through a contest prep on silver. Uh, I can't take you through the rigors of a, you know, some very specialized event that you're trying to get ready for. It's just for general training, general nutrition, general cardio. Yeah, and the then goal. nutrition only is if if you feel you've got your workouts covered and you are confident that you, know, you need no help with that whatsoever, then the nutrition only is just, it's super affordable, but what I do is I set your macros and you have the ability to use my app and track your food. You can even enter in your own personal workouts through it um, we do updates we do f- pictures assessments uh, you know and then you have the ability to ask questions 24/ 7 whenever you want and get feedback and all of the packages are you know month to month cancel time because we hate contracts we don't do that bullshit so there no. you go go there and and be a client we'd love to work with you
2: that's pretty much everything on the the questions for episode 15 unless you guys have anything that you want to cover that was not on there but that was i kind of read through and and chose the ones i thought were cool yeah the best for the podcast
0: that was fun
1: man
2: what else covered just about everything if we stop now it would be the
0: shortest one ever oh really yeah 45 minutes oh (laughs) shit well i got a little tequila left (laughs)
2: Well, you better that, uh, enjoy it because that shit's gone today.
1: That, I that just finished awesome it and I'm I, I'm done. Because yeah. typically, typically, I have a client that walks in the door right at 1.30, but she's not coming today, so oh, we well, just
0: shoot the shit for a while. And then there fine. we go. So there's dog here. there's a dog, <laughs> there's <already here>. there's <laughs> a dog. <laughs> somewhere. Okay, um, <laughs> what are you guys doing today?
1: Well, I think I'm done for the day. To be honest with you, I think Steph and I are going to go out to eat, and she's going to feed the baby, and don't I think tell
0: that's, me what you're eating.
1: Well, it'll for me. It's going to be meat and greens, but that's about it. Okay. Meat and greens. Yeah, because I'm cutting down too.
0: Just. You could eat whatever you wanted though, because you're an asshole.
1: <laughs> but I'm not, and you're not <laughs> stepping on stage. I'm a pretty supportive guy. <laughs>
0: Extremely supportive. I don't know that I would be that supportive. Yeah, I would. Yeah, because yeah, I'd get sucked <laughs> into it too. <laughs> It's no. like the Godfather 3. Just when you think you're out, you're pulling me back
1: in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, you haven't, yeah. you haven't been off on a tirade. Do you have a tirade you want to go off on? I don't yeah. have a rant Is there
1: anything or... specific that's just really been My whole rant was, you know, bugging you?
0: I'll probably go on it further, but my, I guess just expectations versus reality lately. Mm-hmm. With When you're in, no, if, I don't want to make anybody mad or piss anybody off because... Most everybody I work with is really cool and <clears throat> really works hard. But I guess when you when you get to the point where you're suffering and dying and then you have other people that, you know, are are wanting to do some of the same things, but it becomes glaringly apparent that they're not willing to do these things and keep trying to Fish your brain looking for some magic formula mm-hmm. that that just drives me yeah. crazy. It's like um, You know, what about this or what about creatine or what about that or can I have this or
1: what about this protein? Drink? What about
0: this protein or, or I'm, I want to do this show and I'm X number of weeks out But I got this coming up and can I eat that? I'm like if you gotta ask me if you can eat that what do you think the answer is going to be?
2: Well, they're looking for don't, approval. Don't,
0: don't put me in that position. Yeah. You, know, you, you know what the plan is. You know, it's...
1: Yeah, like I've even, I've come out and literally written diet programs for people. And if it's not on there and they ask to eat something else that's not on it, what do you think the answer is going to be? Yeah, I mean... I mean, I literally have plugged in your numbers a specific way to get you to a point where you want to get to and don't deviate from that. No. I don't know what that's going to do to your body and that sort of thing. So. And um, then
0: the, the quick fix people. That, the, that yep. drives me crazy. Uh, you know, like um, I'm in a severe caloric deficit. You've set these numbers for me. But by God, it's been six weeks and I'm not shredded. Well, no, you're not. And it could be another 16 weeks and you still may not be but that's okay.
2: I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally me. <laughs> I mean, instant gratification. And, and I
0: think another podcast, I think we might've even glossed over this a little bit. We've got to talk about at some point, the role of genetics.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's- definitely big nobody wants to hear that
1: nobody mm. wants to hear it you know what it sucks even worse though is when somebody has really good genetics and they don't it. And, and they
0: yeah you either got somebody with ridiculous genetics that's just lazy and doesn't want to capitalize on it like you tries said to make an excuse or makes every, an excuse every single time. and then you got the you know you got guys that are just hard gainers they're just naturally thin or small and that's fine i mean then go Brad Pitt and get shredded. Mm-hmm. You know, be 140 pounds at 6% body fat. You'll look amazing when you peel your shirt off at the lake. Right. You may not look like much walking around in clothes, but who fucking cares, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Do you? Do whatever you want to I do. Mean, I mean, but
0: when when people have an you exp- they say, I want to look like Phil Heath, you know? <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. First, let's, you know, take you from being 43 and make you 26. <laughs> Let's give you some of the greatest genetics ever blessed onto another human being. Let's eliminate your job. Let's have you do nothing but train with one of the greatest coaches on the planet. And let's have sponsors supply you with all your food, all your meals. All you got to do is sleep and train. And we're going to get this freaking mad scientist guru to provide you with the greatest performance enhancing drugs, (laughs) the industry knows. And it's specifically for you you, and administer them for you. And this will be your life. You're still not going to look like Phil Heath, (laughs) (laughs) but you'll look badass. That's a
1: big thing too. Like I have some clients that walk in the door, like a a new person and they're say, I don't know, 60, 80 pounds, maybe even a hundred pounds overweight. And they say they want to look a certain way. And they try to. They ask me. It's like, how long do you think that it's going to take for me to get this? <laughs> and I'm like, seriously, twenty seven days. To at least two years. Yeah, I would say, yeah, at yeah. least two years. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. To add a substantial amount of muscle, it's going yeah. to take at least a year. I agree you with that 100. percent You have to go through. As I mean, yes, we're going to cut down first. We're going to lose some weight, but then we're going to add some muscle back onto you. Then we're going to go cut it down even yeah. some more, and just kind of see where you're at, and then make. Adjustments from there. I always say
0: you're going to have to give yourself a minimum. I don't care who you are, a minimum of a year, maybe more.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: two years mm-hmm. is probably even more accurate. Uh, and nobody so, wants like for, to hear that,
1: especially for those people that really want to look like that Instagram model yeah. that they're following. Like I really like this guy. I'm. It's just that. That's just not going to be reality at all. I mean, we can make some really good progress here in about six months. We can really lose some weight. We can. You'll look a whole lot different, but. And you look a certain way. Yes. it's going well, to take a lot of time. I
2: think a lot, of a the, lot, a lot of the people that come in with that attitude. They think because they're dropping the weight that they should look muscular because they've been an overweight person. But at the same time, they
1: haven't been lifting
2: weights right. for the past uh, fifteen, exactly. What I'm saying, they, they don't get the the fact that they have to cut then build back. Yeah. They don't everybody carries
0: more body fat than they think they do. Right, and most guys once they go from their extra large shirt down to a large shirt, if they're not filling it out with big round muscle bellies, they think they look small and it pisses them off. So they start eating pizza and drinking beer again to fill out their extra large shirt. Even though they may look like a big strong guy in their extra large shirt, when they peel that bitch off at the beach, they look like, Like, oh, put that back on. (laughs) Yeah, put that shit back on, dude. You know, it's, it's, and so much of it is genetics. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, not to keep beating this poor horse, but I got lucky and started training with a bodybuilder when I was in my 20s and realized I had no idea I was a hyper responder, meaning I was one of those people, just genetically, that when I lifted weights I put on muscle very fast, Mm -hmm. shockingly fast. Now there was a period of time after being into bodybuilding for a decade that I needed a break and I was doing some endurance sports, I was doing some cycling, even a little running, and I enjoyed that. It was kind of cool. It, it was fun at the time, but I sucked at it. And no matter how hard I trained, I mean, I got to where I was a decent cyclist mm-hmm. and I could go pretty hard on flats, but I could never keep up with these little waif climbers that would just fly by me at fucking 16 miles an hour mm-hmm. on a 20% grade. Wow. And I was like, Jesus Christ, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. Well, these, that same cyclist would be in the gym and be like, holy shit, how does he do that? You know, how does it, how do you put on, you know, 30 pounds of muscle in two years? Mm -hmm. I did, you know, drug free, you know, I mean, I was a hyper responder. If Lance Armstrong never realized he was an amazing endurance athlete and became a plumber, (laughs) then, you know, you might be getting your kitchen sink fixed by Lance Armstrong and that poor guys would have never known Mm -hmm. that he had the genetic gift to be one of the greatest endurance athletes on earth. Mm-hmm. Luckily, he discovered that he was. There are people out there that just don't know what their potential is. Phil Heath, speaking of him, he was a basketball player.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Wanted, yeah, he to be, wanted to be a pro basketball player. That was his dream. I he totally he played some that. college basketball. His dream was to be in the NBA. Little fucker went into the weight room. And people were like, Jesus Christ, he just blew up, looked amazing, had these big round delts, these amazing full muscle bellies, these muscle connection points that went from freaking joint to joint, long, big, full. The guy just responded like crazy, and it was almost like, dude, (laughs) you should compete. And that's how that happened. He discovered along the way that he was just just hyper responder, genetically gifted athlete, in, in terms of bodybuilding and physique competition. So, you either are, or you aren't. But here's here's the thing about that, though. We talked about this in the last episode. If you reach your genetic potential, the best you could possibly be with the genetics that you were born with, you're still going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, imagine you at if I could wave a magic wand and say we're going to take you to the leanest. And most muscular that you genetically are capable of. Right. And if and if I took you into the future a year and said, here's a picture of it, you'd be like, Jesus, yes, I want that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, same with all of us. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So you gotta understand the role of genetics, you gotta understand work ethic, you gotta understand suffering and sacrifice, you have to understand realistic expectations. I've said a year maybe more, hell take it to Ryan's two years if you wanna be fucking realistic Mm -hmm. and stop whining when you don't look like a supermodel in eight
1: weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Just bugs. That's just one of them. You're you're alive and you're
0: fit and you're healthy and you look, I have women that just look great. They look great. And some of them are 50 years old, look amazing. And they'll message me with this gloom and doom, blah, 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 you still got some fat under my arms. I'm like, shut up.
1: <laughs> like you don't realize you already look better than the, the, some n- of the- yeah. 90% percent the of the women out there, it, you're, you're, the you're in the top
0: five of your age group, just nationally among all other women, mm-hmm. and you're griping about a pinch of fat under your arms? And it's obviously my fault. So, you all know, your fucking fault is all my macros. Fault. Damn macros and stupid supersets and pre-exhaust These mother. Workouts aren't working. I'm going to go back to that other coach. And then they will go back to that other coach. And and same then they thing fucking happens. And then they'll do hit training. And then they'll do the boot camp. And then they'll do this. And then all the way back to fucking Jenny Craig. And then we start over again. And then they call me back. Well, maybe I should give it another try.
1: You never should have quit. You're
2: almost there. It just takes
1: a long time. Just God, people uh, need the a reality check on how long it actually I need a potato.
2: <laughs> Grumpy Rob, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, give, me, give me a potato. <laughs> promise I'll be good.
0: <laughs> All right, it's been like we, this for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Just just get potato. ready. We got many more coming. <laughs> we're at an hour we can so we can stop now before i sure? piss somebody
1: off <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> you start naming names we're not, we're not calling out anybody in particular yeah we're i got to get
0: out of here before jason pours us another shot of tequila just, and i need to go have a chicken breast and just tone it down
1: yeah uh, suffer take a nap
0: what, what episode was this 15 15 yes well let's just say fifteen's in the books it's How in about the books? that i'll it's go home rap. and get this shit mixed and you can do your magic and get All it right. on the interwebs and <laughs> Everybody will enjoy it <laughs> <Put> <laughs> I think, that on everybody the will I, I think they will they, they <laughs> might all like quit after today but that's all right.
2: hey, we answered your questions, damn Yeah, we your answered your questions <laughs> if you don't
0: like the if you don't like the answer, don't ask the question, but no nah, everybody's great. I appreciate everybody's support uh, Thank Thanks. you so much for listening to this craziness i I could never have imagined that would all go this far thousands tens of thousands of downloads now and all my fantastic clients and you know we've just been blessed beyond measure and i really really appreciate it and at the end of the day all the silliness we're doing doesn't mean anything but you know now let's get sappy
1: mm-hmm. H- hug your neighbor euphoric rob hug your neighbor <laughs> thanks lucas Life for telling me out about my small calves
0: <laughs> i'm gonna go home and pet my squirrel <laughs> oh yeah i forgot
1: about this one he's still alive well obviously he's yeah, still alive, he's still alive. <laughs> sorry rocky didn't die <laughs> part of the oh, that's family now
0: rocky rocky's his name rocky the squirrel like bullwinkle and rocky oh you wouldn't know what that means too sorry. young well, too young yeah i i we we haven't told the rocky story on this happened. not on this, not on this <laughs> podcast <laughs> <laughs> next podcast we talked on the other one <laughs> yeah. next podcast we'll yeah we we rescued a squirrel his name is rocky and uh he's living in our home now and he's very domesticated you're like sit in your lap, sit on your shoulder, watch TV, eat out of your hand, super nice little fella. So if you want to hear about Rocky, tune in next week. Yep.
1: yep. Not, well, not next week, the week after.
0: Yep. Yes. Unless we double up again. We've well, been, we on a, been on a roll.
2: <laughs> Actually, I like it better doing it that way. I kind of like it too. Yeah. yeah. So All right.
0: Well, episode 15's in the books. Go to robgoodwin.com. Join the Ketogenic Bodybuilding Facebook group, um, Instagram, at Ketogenic Bodybuilding. Ryan, what's your Instagram?
1: J R G C P T. You really got to change I know, that. I don't, know, I don't know what I, I don't know to change it to.
0: J five seven nine Q.
1: So it's my initials, James Ryan Gant, certified personal trainer. That's what it's. That's what. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm uh, glad I, you clarified that. I, I still know. don't know what it is. I'd have
0: to like think through that again, and I'm way too depleted. J R G C P. Can you just change it to like? trainer Ryan Gant or something. That or? sounds bad.
1: I mean, JRCPT is not that much better. I get it, but
0: Or coach Ryan the magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> El conquistador Ryan? Uh, El- <laughs> <laughs> that
1: that has a ring to it. I like so
2: that. that. That's taken. He's not going to get that one. Yeah, somebody's got that. Yeah. I don't know. I'll think All right
0: everybody. You know, subscribe, yeah. join, become a client, blah blah blah. We'll see you next time. Till episode 16, keep uh, eating good shit and training hard and uh, go have a great weekend. See you guys. See you later.